Hey, hey, my name is Kelly, and with a dumbbell in one hand and my camera in the other, I am on a mission to inspire, coach, and empower women. This is going to be a safe space for us to break through barriers and become the happy, healthy, confident warriors that I know we all are. Here you have full permission to slow down, tune in, and fill your cup. Let's be rebels and learn to love ourselves in a world that is constantly telling us not to. Are you ready? Will you come be a rebel with me? Yeah, you will. Let's do this. happy monday we're in november guys it's november christmas is a blink away how far away is christmas like eight weeks less than eight weeks oh gosh i I don't want to think about it i have not started my christmas shopping yet have you started your christmas shopping tell me that it's okay that i haven't (laughs) Anyway, we are just diving in today because it is 10 to 9 and I'm sleepy. My brain stops working at 9pm, so I've got 10 minutes to bash this episode out. What I want to talk about is lessons that I want to pass to my daughter. Now, I say my daughter specifically because she's five going on six, so she's primary one school age, and I have realised That for me, that is an age where I think I need most healing. I feel like when I look back on my confidence journey and through doing breath work with wild wellness coaching and things, I find that when I think of my inner child, it's little primary one, primary two me that comes to mind. And I think that's because I came from a really happy house. I came from a house where my mum my mum specifically thought I was like the most amazing person that ever walked the earth. (laughs) And I feel like I then went to school and just got slammed with the world and the nasty people of the world. So I, I am really aware that this is what is going to happen to my daughter Piper, that she is now out there in the world. And I just want to make sure that I have specific lessons for her. Specific mindset in place, specific mantras for when people are getting a bit mean when she is in that big scary playground. So I have four key lessons that I wish I could go put in to five six-year-old Kelly. Now I'm saying this but I bet my mum said these things to me So I'm just going to do my best and really hammer these lessons in. And I'm sure they'll be helpful for you along the way as well. So the first one is how somebody treats you says everything about them and nothing about you. So I'm a really sensitive person. I was even more sensitive as a child. I, I remember from a young age being devastated by the words of other people. It's taken me a lot of confidence work to kind of clear the fog and see that it's really dangerous to put your worth, 
your mental health, your self-esteem into the hands of other people's words. Because you could just catch that person on a bad day. Or what if they have an ulterior ulterior motive? It could also be that that person who's disagreeing with you or insulting you just simply has a different perspective. And that's okay. We're all completely different people with different life experiences, which means we all have different core beliefs. Our core beliefs are like our glasses. I spoke about this at the Serenity Strength Retreat in more detail, but very quickly, our core beliefs are like our glasses. They are how we see the world. And if your core belief glasses are, you know, splattered and stained with fear and pain, then that is what you're going to give out and receive. So you've got all these different people with different perspectives and their perspective is their reality. So sometimes it's not even a case of who is right and who is wrong. It's just a case of, well, this is my perspective. This is my peace. This is my happiness. So you can't depend on the words of other people to keep you happy, to keep you confident, to keep you feeling safe. So how on earth do you instill that message into a four, five, six-year-old? Well, here's how I do it. Whenever Piper comes to me and she says, Mommy, Lenny said he didn't like me, which for those who don't know, that's that's her little brother, Lenny. He's He's so cute and so feral at the same time. But yeah, she'll come to me and she'll say, Mommy, Lenny said he didn't like me. And I'll say to her, okay, well, what does that mean about Lennox? Do you think he's having a really grumpy day? Do you think he's in a bit of a bad mood? And she'll say, yes. I'll say, okay, what what does it mean about you? And it's taken a while, but now it just, just rolls off her tongue. I say, okay, Piper, what does that mean about them? Oh, it means they're really grumpy. Okay, what does that mean about you? Nothing, mummy. I'm like, yes, good girl. Because I took what people said to me about me and I took it as fact. I wore their words on me and I just really wish from a young age I could have had that mantra that, okay, that means you're grumpy and it means absolutely nothing about me. Lesson number two for the little mini me. It's a big one. It is one that I feel very passionate about, which is exercise and food make us strong. I feel like the 90s and the 2000s, they were not kind to us. Nothing tastes as good as skinny feels. Have you seen floating around Instagram the front covers of magazines from the 2000s? Holy moly picking apart celebrity bodies but most damaging taking the word fat and turning it into an insult after reading Alex Light's you're not a before picture I've realized that we need to take the power out of the word fat and just see it as a body type like tall slim now I I still it's something I still struggle with I still struggle to say fat in a kind of casual descriptive way and that's because because of the brainwashing because I was raised to believe it was an insult people threw it at me in an angry way therefore it felt like an insult 
So I'm not going to be able to say this um, as confidently and as eloquently as Alex Light does in her book. So I just want to read out a paragraph for you. And this is a brilliant paragraph where Alex Light is talking about how fat is not a bad word. And she is talking to somebody called Stephanie Yeboah. Alex talks about fat phobia. What is it? Why are we fat phobic? But then I love this paragraph. I hope you heard that dramatic page flick. That was lovely. So how did you feel about the way I have been using the word fat so far? I know it can be jarring to hear. So why am I using it? Author and content creator Stephanie Yeboah, who is a black fat woman, explained to me her take on why it's important that we use this word. The word fat in the general lexicon has been long used by society as an insult to those who live in larger bodies, she said. Like similar descriptive words such as slim, tall, black and white, fat is a neutral word that exists just to describe the shape of bodies that store extra fat. Now this paragraph really got me thinking. It got me thinking about how how the word fat had been used as an insult and how I received it and thought of it as an insult. So how do I make sure that Piper doesn't feel that way about the word? If somebody was to ever say that to her, I want it to just be a neutral statement, to just like water off a duck's back, to not mean anything. So my way of dealing with this is when there was a couple of weeks ago where she started using the word fat and it must have been from school because we just don't use descriptive, we just don't talk about people's bodies in our house. And And I said that to her, I was very careful not to say, oh, don't say fat, don't say, let's use, let's use Mark. I think she said something about daddy having a fat tummy. It's, I didn't want to say, oh, don't say that, that's not nice. Because then that just hammers it in that fat is an insult. And it means that if somebody was to say it to her, she may crumble like I would have. So instead, I just simply said, oh, Piper, we don't comment on people's bodies like that. You know, we don't we don't talk about people's bodies. There's lots more interesting things you could say about daddy. And in that same week, Alex Light actually posted some beautiful Disney artwork of Disney princesses in larger bodies. And... Again, it was a moment where I had to bite my tongue because I've been so brainwashed that fat is an insult. And Piper said, oh, mummy, look, they're fat. And my immediate response was to say, oh, Piper, that's not nice. But I didn't because it's a neutral word. We need to just neutralize it. So I said, oh, I know, aren't they beautiful? And she was like, yeah, yeah, let me see them again. Jasmine's my favourite and that was it. No drama, nothing. And I also think it's really important that different body types are represented and that was the whole point of Alex Light's post. So if you don't already follow Alex Light on Instagram or own her book, you are not a before picture, you need to do both of those things right now. (laughs) Anyway, back on track. (laughs) Because of this fat phobia, because of this extreme diet culture in the 90s and 2000s exercise was very much something you did to change your body or something you did to lose weight 
So I really want to change that. And every time my kids see me working out, I say, yeah, mummy's getting strong. I'm getting strong so that I can pick you up even when I'm an old lady. And the same with food. There's no, you can't eat sweets. Sweets are bad for you. Sweets make you fat. I always just try and get them to honour their hunger and listen to their bodies. And I'll say, I'm using Piper a lot because (laughs) my boy Lenny at the moment is just... He's not paying attention to anything anyone says. He's in his own world. So I'll say to Piper, oh, you can maybe have a sweetie, but are you sure? It might might give you a sore head. I feel like we've had a lot of sugar today. Is there anything else you can eat today? Or for example, telling her the food groups and telling her that variety, we need variety. We've got to have a little bit of everything. So there's no good and bad foods. You've got to have a little bit of everything. And I'll tell her, for example, protein. I say, protein is so good for you. And I Googled it with her. We got on the computer and I was like, oh, look, protein helps your skin heal when you scratch your knee. Because I'm sure if anyone listening to this has a five or six year old in their life, their knees are constantly scraped. And she's fascinated by that. And actually, she had a really bad fall over the sofa and she's got herself a scar for life. She's got a pretty impressive scratch across her leg right now. And that night she was eating all of her chicken. I was like, wow, Piper, you're doing really well. Because I think we've got a future vegetarian on our hands. And she went, well, yeah, mommy, I need my leg to heal. (laughs) And I just love that. I just love that there's no good or bad. There's no you need to eat this, you need to eat that. It's just about how can I optimize my body and give my body what it needs. I want Piper to be able to go to an all-you-can-eat buffet or have that freedom of school meals and not have this obsession with the quote-unquote bad foods. I want her to be able to look at a buffet of food and just pick what she needs. Pick the veg, pick the protein, have a pudding and just not have this emotion attached to it. Lesson number three for my beautiful daughter, speaking of emotions, (laughs) is don't be mean to yourself. She knows that mummy's favourite affirmation is I am a friend to myself. And I use this whenever she is upset about something and she says, I can't do it. I'm never going to be able to do it. I'm never going to do that. I say, now, Piper, you're telling yourself mean lies. And at first she would say, I'm not. And I was like, well, you were tell- you're not being a very good friend to yourself. You're telling mean lies. And I can see her little brain going, oh, okay, I am. And that's something that I really want to point out from a young age is the, the negative thinking and to challenge it. And not only challenge it, but just the awareness that negative thoughts are not facts. And going from negative to positive, lesson number four. I want my kids to know that they are amazing and beautiful and interesting and intelligent and all, all the amazing things, all the amazing things. I feel like the world is going to try and probably succeed at tearing them down. The world is going to do that. So we need to be their biggest cheerleaders at home, just like I said my mum was. And that doesn't mean make them delusional. I think I get misunderstood a lot. I've had this conversation with family before and I've been misunderstood. 
I'm not going to be the parent to one of those kids on X Factor that tells them they're a fantastic singer and they're not. <laughs> but what I will say is, hey, do you want to be a singer? Let, let's get you a coach. Or what is it you love about singing? Do you love songs? Maybe we could write some songs. <laughs> Just support them. And most importantly, the main thing is celebrate the things that they're good at. I've been in the room before where Piper has done a dance. or been like, look at me, look what I can do. And people will say, oh, she's modest. You know, she'll be dressed up and she'll say, look how beautiful I am. And she goes, oh, humble too. <laughs> Shut up. Let my daughter say that she feels beautiful. Let her say she is beautiful. Why is that so painful for you to hear? I think it's painful because you didn't have parents telling you you were beautiful. So the lesson to her will be you are amazing and you are celebrated and loved. But on the back end, what that really means is that I'm just going to let them feel amazing when they feel amazing. And you noticed it's always little girls it's always little girls that people can't stand to see them strut about with a bit of confidence I can't help but notice that when Piper is saying oh look at me look at oh don't I look beautiful she gets a very different response to if my son was to say something similar but let's move on quickly before I get fiery and feminist because <laughs> I do get a bit fiery when we talk about double standards like that but yeah those are four of the lessons that I would love to pass on to my children. I actually printed out a photograph of me as a, I think I'm in primary two for the Serenity and Strength Retreat and I've put little me on my desk and that's why I've been thinking a lot about that little girl and what maybe she needed to hear or needed to just have a stronger belief in. So those are definitely the four things that I want to pass down. Number one, how someone treats you says everything about them and nothing about you. Number two, exercise and food make you strong. Number three, don't be mean to yourself. Don't tell yourself mean lies. <laughs> be a friend to yourself. And number four, you are amazing and I will support and celebrate you with you. Love you, bye. Thank you so much for tuning in yet again to the Smile with Kelly podcast. I would love to know what your biggest takeaway was. Send me a DM, give me a share or a tag on Instagram. I love to know that you guys are listening and I'm not sat here speaking to myself. If you are listening to this and resonating with anything I've said, anything to do with negative self-talk, healing your relationship with your body, with food, with exercise, here are some ways that you can work with me and I would love to help you get closer to your confident, most happiest, healthiest self. First of all, we have Focus and Fill opening on January 2024. We are diving straight in. Focus and Fill is a 28-day program. You get audio trainings on a private podcast so you can go through your trainings no matter how busy you are. You've also got a workbook, a journal hybrid, which gives you full permission to daily take a couple of minutes to yourself towards your growth and your personal development. You're also going to have that amazing group accountability, Zoom calls with me, 
access to a private WhatsApp group. You're going to have my private stories on Instagram. So you can see me going through this program with you. We've also just announced the next Empower Your Power shoot day, which is February the 17th. I would love to see you in either space. Have an amazing day.